Good morning and welcome to Daily Devotions. My name is Israel and it is a privilege to encourage you this morning. We are continuing on with our Soul Food Scriptures, the Saint Should Know Devotion Series. And I hope it's been an encouragement for you, especially at the start of this week. We want to unpack a few more scriptures with you that we believe are vital, energizing scriptures to stand on in just to walk out our faith with the Lord. The scripture I want to encourage you today is from the book of Isaiah, chapter 43, verses 1 to 5. And while you're prepping your Bibles to get there, I just first want to give a little context for this passage. I believe one of the greatest things we can ever understand in our own lives is our identity in God. The world is lost. The world is seeking guidance. The world is looking for some sort of answer to who we are. The identity personality test industry is worth over $2 billion annually. There's big money in telling people who they are because society as a whole is searching for answers. They are searching for meaning. They are searching for who they are. And the reason for this is that since 1913, when uh, the owner of Ford, Henry Ford, introduced the production line, he definitively changed the way work, humanity works. See, prior to that, we had people in jobs, but it was more an expression of vocation. The moment vocation is taken away and people were just put as just another part of an assembly line, people lost their meaning of vocation. There were some implications to this. Primarily, there was initially a lot of rioting going along, and Henry Ford fixed that by just simply paying them more. People happily let go of meaningful vocation by just being another part of an assembly line for the sake of a stable financial income. Now, why does this matter? The traditional avenues of meaning-making has been dissolved. We've questioned everything in which humanity would have traditionally found its meaning in. And we've made the avenue for meaning-making our work. Work is a tiring thing, and especially the way that the marketplaces are structured nowadays has led to more and more people attaching their productivity to their identity. And so there's this identity crisis that has formed because the avenues for meaning-making has come into question as society is changing and society is becoming more secular. The secular religion is trying to reinterpret our identities. Therefore, I believe it is a powerful thing for us as the followers of Jesus to step into a revelation of who he says we are. And that is why I want to unpack Isaiah chapter 43, verses 1 to 5 with you today. Read it with me. I'm reading from the ESV translation. But now says the Lord, ye who created you, O Jacob, ye who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, and the flame shall not consume you. I preached on this passage a couple weeks back as part of our Holy Habits preaching series here at Father's House Church in Cape Town. And I spoke about the habit of rest, and I spoke about restlessness and cultivating identity in this. And so let's just look at those first two verses. But now says the Lord, 
He who created you, Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel. The prophet here is speaking the word of the Lord to the same person. Jacob and Israel is the same person. Jacob encountered God at the river called Peniel, wrestled with God, who he thought was an angel, and the next day received a new identity that drastically changed the trajectory of his life. So he was created as Jacob, but he was formed into Israel. All of us are created by the Lord. That means that all of us had a created potential with which God is wanting to form us into it. But who we are formed into is entirely dependent on whether or not we partner with the Lord to form us into he has called us to be, or whether we might partner with something else that is trying to form us into what it thinks we need to be. A lot of dangerous personality tests, like the Enneagram, is trying to form you into a clear version of what they consider to be nine archetypes. Society is trying to teach you how to think, how to eat, how to behave, who to vote for, how to dress. That is essentially the secularist culture that's being exported all over the world, all the way from Hollywood. It is trying to disciple you to become something. All of us are created but all of us are being formed into it. Whether you know it or not, whether you're in church or not, whether you're submitted to a pastor that's walking a path of discipleship with you or not, you are being discipled. Constantly, everything you consume on your cell phone and on your television and on your computer is trying to get you to behave a certain way, to think about the world a certain way, to dress a certain way. And guess what? That is called discipleship. You can see this in the standard way that whatever Hollywood has decided is normative. Whatever Hollywood says is fashion. Whatever Hollywood says is the trendy thing we're watching right now. Whatever Hollywood says is how we're behaving and thinking and voting in this season right now gets exported over the world like an apostolic structure and implements it and starts shaping the culture around us. That is called discipleship. So whether you know it or not, you are being discipled. You are being formed into something, whether knowingly or unknowingly. Look at it this way. Spiritual formation and discipleship can be viewed like getting into a river. A river is running downstream. If you don't intentionally swim upstream, the river will by default carry you downstream. That is spiritual formation. You can either swim upstream in the currents of culture and to be formed in the image and the likeness of God and allow him to form you, I who formed you, Israel, or you can just be carried downstream with absolutely no work of your own and to be formed into whatever the culture thinks you should be formed into. But whether you like it or not, you are being discipled, but it's either going to happen by the natural trajectory of where you are positioned in the world in this age or you can have some intentionality about who you're partnering with for your formation to be shaped moving upstream. But all of us are in this river. How we get carried is entirely dependent on us. Look at the next one. Fear not, though, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. I have called you by your name. I know who you are in your truest sense, says the Lord. You are mine. And in that, I think we find the greatest revelation of our identity in God we could ever receive. We are his. 
When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. Even in this river, this current of culture that we are being carried into, whether we know it or not, the Lord is with us. The river shall not overwhelm you. And when you walk through fire, you shall not be burned. And the flame shall not consume you. If you're worried about what you're being discipled into, the Lord is with you. Just keep your eyes on him. Keep partnering with him and keep following him. And so my encouragement to you today is we are all created. You have a created potential, but who you are being formed into is entirely dependent on whether or not you're going to allow the Lord to form you or you're going to allow the natural trajectory of the world to form you. Can we pray? Father, thank you for the incredible, incredible promise that we are yours in this passage. Over this next week, will you show us perhaps where we are being discipled into something that you are maybe not calling us to? Will you help us to keep our eyes on you, King Jesus, and give us a grace with intentionality to swim swim upstream, to be formed into your image and your likeness and who you called us to be? In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning in this morning, and we'll see you again tomorrow morning at 7 a.m.